0: Welcome to the Before Midnight Podcast, coming to you from the N Plus One Studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes, where we'll be looking at the real-world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. Did you miss me, Brian?
1: No, not really.
0: <laughs> Why do I even ask? Uh, Why do I
1: ask? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Nice. No. Uh, no. You're getting it's used a, to it
0: being alone here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, my whole life is just sitting in a room and looking at a computer screen. Life is good. Occasionally <laughs> I, I, I get out to go like coach a swim team.
0: And that's inside in the dark in the morning? Yes. Do you ever get outside anymore?
1: No, I do. It's usually <laughs> for my son's soccer. <laughs> okay. That's the only mm-hmm. time I go outside. That and when I work out. And Now I'm freezing to death when I go out and work out. But, I
0: was going to say, you're not outside working out anymore. I know
1: you better than that. I was, I was up biking some. I've Did you break today? Bundling up, yes. Okay. It's cold out there. Yes, I noticed. It's cold out there every day, campers.
0: <laughs> I, I got to... <laughs> is that Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day. Yeah,
1: yes, that's what I thought
0: that. <laughs> See, I got one. Yeah, yeah. Movie reference. Yay! I, uh, I got to the pleasure of biking on Saturday for about three hours in the rain.
1: I got to go stand out in the field and watch soccer in the rain. So oh. yeah, they they at least canceled the the morning game got canceled. They're a little okay. kind of overly protective of their fields at, in the... Uh, and for sales? For sales. They but, flood, don't they? Uh, they just, they hold water and okay. they just don't want them torn up, you know, because those 50-pound kids are going to do so much damage to a field.
0: When there's 150-pound kids, yes.
1: You got there's nine playing at a time, and then you're talking about 18 kids on a field that weigh 50 pounds each. i, I It's not like there are big high school kids who can really tear a field up. That's... Okay. Annoying. And then we, that afternoon we, we had like a one o'clock game in, not Nicholsville, uh, Harrodsburg. That game went, so we had standing stand in the
0: rain. Stand in the rain in Harrisburg.
1: Fortunately, it wasn't a heavy rain. It was just kind of a it's drizzle.
0: By the afternoon, it wasn't too bad.
1: No, it was just kind of a drizzle mist. It didn't take the whole time, but it was still cold.
0: The race I was at, we were, uh, they delayed it. Yeah, it was it supposed, to sp- in that morning it started, supposed to start at 830 and they started at 840. And I mean, it was pouring while we were waiting. And, uh, i thoroughly i'm so happy i invested in insulated waterproof biking bibs last year smartest thing i've ever done <laughs> great in, at least for saturday now i'm on amazon trying to find a coat that's the same because the lower part of my body was great upper part i got soaked oh my god it was so cold
1: yeah it's it's tough to cycling jackets are hard to find too because you gotta get one that's really form-fitting what I ended up, a I bought.
0: A, I went ahead and ordered just like a waterproof raincoat. Okay. So I'm gonna sweat like crazy in it, but on a day like Saturday, I would have been okay with that because it was cold.
1: Well, and, and the nice thing about something like that is you don't have to bike fast. Because the well, big problem with the jackets are if you don't get something that's fairly form fitting, you're gonna be like pulling a parachute. <laughs> true. Well, and
0: that was the problem with Saturday. I was lead cycle for a half marathon. In the pouring down rain. So I wasn't working hard.
1: No, which just makes it colder.
0: Right. And I mean, it was very hilly. It was nice. There were some rollers. So I got to put in some effort occasionally, but most of it I was just kind of coasting downhill and not putting out an air effort and just going, oh my God, I'm so cold.
1: Yeah, because, what was it, like 50 or something at that point in time Yeah, too? it was like 52. 52 in rain is just wonderful, man. There's nothing yeah. better than competing in any type of event in that type of weather.
0: The runners were great. The runners were fine because they were all moving.
1: Yeah. I mean, and they were putting in some effort.
0: But, well, yeah, I mean, what's the, you know, blisters, uh, you know, that's a pain. But... <laughs> the first thing I did, I put on my bike shoes, and I was underneath the volunteer tent, and I walked well, in. Well, the, the, the first fast thing did runners did was do well. stepped in a puddle.
1: I'm not sure the slow runners do all that well in this situation, especially if you're out there. If you're out there for a couple hours, your hands are going to freeze. Because the problem yeah. with that rain is is everything gets wet. Right. And then your body temperature drops in the extremities, while the main part stays warm to protect your organs.
0: Yeah. I mean, there were some people out there. But the, well, luckily, it did stop raining, so those... Tail end people that were finishing in three and a half hours, um, they seemed to be okay. Yeah. You know, I, my, I had a I had a three hour pacer, and she was like, "Yeah, I probably should have worn gloves," but she was all right. You know, and she she just kind of ran walked the whole right. thing. You know, she's a you know she's a two fifteen half marathoner, so it was pretty slow for her. Right, but she did okay. She was the one I was kind of watching the most. The guy that won, he didn't. I mean, he did one twenty six. I think was the winner.
1: Yeah, so. Okay
0: he was moving pretty well
1: yeah people that are hauling that burn a little more energy stay warm i just for me it's like the length of time you're out there it's not so much yeah you're going to be warm but those extremities will get cold on you if you're not careful
0: i made the mistake too when i finished i took off my gloves and then i went back out on the course and i was like oh that was really dumb (laughs) (laughs) because i'm not putting those back on there's no way (laughs) Oh. Soaking what? Oh well. <clears throat> so then I just biked faster, you know, since I wasn't leading, I was just kind of watching all the other right. and just riding. It was a beauti- it's a beautiful course, and I would love to be out there on a day when it's closed and a nice day. But... <laughs> oh well. So that was my big. <laughs> so Halloween, I'm sure you were up for all hours. I went to bed at 7:30 on Halloween. I was like, nope, no trick or treaters. I'm going to bed.
1: You're off the road far enough, but you probably don't get many trick or treats. We don't get any. I didn't think there so. There
0: is nobody that has ever come back to our house
1: for candy. We don't get much here I was either.
0: Say, I wouldn't come back
1: here either. No one's come back here. <laughs> we're so far off the beaten path and back like, down a huge driveway. No one's coming back to us. Now,
0: what I would wanted to do when the kids were little was do a whole haunted house and like haunted woods through our yeah. property. That would be really fun. That would be neat. I never had the energy to do it.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah.
0: I'm just not that into Halloween either to do it. So,
1: Well, my uh, sister-in-law, they live over on the other side of town in a mm-hmm. pretty nice little neighborhood right there. We went over there and had dinner and then trick-or-treated there. It was hilarious, man. My son, he wanted to—we were trying to go through different—find him a costume. Like, right. well, here, How about some Fortnite characters? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. How about this? No, I don't want to do that. Well, how about a soldier? Like an American Revolution soldier. He's like, okay, I'll do that. Who
0: came up with the American Revolution soldier?
1: I think we were just talking like soldier because we'd gone okay. to either like Civil War or American Revolution because he's been kind of in on both those and kind of studied okay. a little bit of, of both those. I'm like, what about a soldier, of civil or American? And he's like, American Revolutionary War. I'm like, okay. <laughs> to me, just the generic soldier. It was great. Okay. And we, we go out and the first person, are you Paul Revere? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he didn't even know who Paul Revere was, which is kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Well,
0: I mean, he he wore that for the vocabulary parade that they Correct. do over at the school. So I saw him, and I was like, that's pretty good. That was pretty nice.
1: So. Well, he didn't have a hat. Jenny had to make the hat. She did a wonderful job. Yeah, she was on like... But you I, all should have called me, because I could have
0: gotten you one. Oh. I'm from Lexington, Massachusetts. Well, this is one of those things... The home of the, things, of the Revolutionary like War.
1: 10 o'clock the night before, and we were oh. like, oh, what do we do? And she went online to like... Uh, I guess the like museum had a thing on how to make one <laughs> that's what she just followed that and made it it looked great it did work out pretty well it worked out really well it was yeah. just she like, like a Coke pot. Bo-
0: yeah, it was, Coke, box or it was like a 12 <laughs> 12 pack, pack box. box
1: of, of the of Coca-Cola yeah. there's Coke Zero which we get but yeah it was uh, it turned out pretty well I was like because you couldn't take the gun to school I was like yeah. you know what you need to do is take the uh, Federalist Papers with and you could go as Alexander Hamilton <laughs> you carry the Federalist Papers around you <laughs> <laughs> He didn't want to be Alexander Hamilton either. I was like, okay, mm. it, like what? Yeah, someone else asked if he was who else? Someone asked if he was Alexander Hamilton that night. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, someone asked, so are you a patriot?" And I'm like, "That's what he was. He was a patriot." Patriot. Yeah. That's that's he wasn't like the a Tory. He
0: was a patriot.
1: Yeah, because we were always joking. Yeah, he's just a conscripted soldier. <laughs> Revolution. Well, he was
0: a Tory. We know that. He would have been wearing red. He would have been a yeah. red
1: coat. Oh, oh okay. man, it was.
0: So you get tons of candy.
1: Yeah, he. Uh, it was funny because like before we went over there, he was like, "Can I get a map of the of the subdivision? Prints out a map. I think it's sitting." Yeah, he he gets this map of the subdivision. Okay. And then he like starts marking like where he, how he's going to go through <laughs> and get to all. <laughs> <So> he <can laughs> be advanced... sure he
0: can hit all of them. Oh my god! The most efficient way.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah. He drew up one he of his, his strategy up. and his plan to go through and, and get maximize his candy obtaining.
0: He didn't do the elevation. Oh my gosh! I'm
1: ashamed. No. So that's my <laughs> wife. She's the one who printed The map, out. but yeah, it was it was hilarious. He so got this map, and we never really. I think we used it like once or twice. We pulled mm-hmm. it out to kind of see where we were on the in the neighborhood. It's not a huge neighborhood. Yeah. It was funny though. We're <laughs> going around. And I think one lady was like. So, do you like chocolate? And he was like, no, but they do. (laughs) She starts laughing as he's pointing (laughs) at us. She's like, that's a great answer.
0: (laughs) All right. You raised him right. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. No, but
1: they do. Yeah, now i got to have to deal with those big... We ended up getting like five, six pounds worth of candy. Oh, my God. And I'm going to have to eat most of them, I'm sure, (laughs) over the coming months. All things in moderation. Green candy, right? Right.
0: Put a whole... (laughs) Well, I haven't told you, my, my husband finally came home. Yay! My husband's been traveling for six months. But apparently he stopped at a candy store before he came home. And that makes, like, homemade stuff, whatever. He brought home four pounds of fudge. And I'm like, <laughs> honey, oh, I'm so glad you're here. What the hell were you thinking? So he's like, two pounds of red velvet fudge and two pounds of mint chocolate fudge. Like, both mine and my daughter's favorites.
1: Well, um, there you go. You have something to snack yeah. on. The next like, week or two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I, I haven't wrapped it up for the freezer yet, but that's where a bunch of it's about to head. Because I don't want it to go bad. Right.
1: I mean, and then he eat bought it. like you gotta eat eight or just ten eat different
0: it. kinds of malted milk balls. That's like good for you. Dark chocolate ones and brownie and banana bread. And they're all like malted milk oh, balls. Oh, yeah, it's so good I'm for
1: like, you. You should eat it. Huh?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying <to> sugar go. <laughs> Linda,
0: why are you all of a sudden diabetic? <laughs>
1: Da-da. Oh yeah, we got so we got a lot of candy. We got a lot of candy. We All even right. had a history teacher said you had the best costume. It's hilarious. Just a history teacher, that's a great costume. <laughs> so my son did well. In the, Good. Uh, okay. Trick or treating, he had a lot of fun. We got it took us about an hour and a half to get through the. That's not too we bad. We hit just about every house. Although the funny thing is, is with COVID, they've kind of Halloween's gotten a little more efficient mm-hmm. because now people will. Just put tables out and sit out, so you don't have to go up to the house anymore. Right? Yeah, they'll put them in little baggies and stuff that you just go and grab the just baggie it. and move on.
0: I like the ones that like shoot things at you. Did you find any of those?
1: One guy had an air, like a one of those leaf blowers. Oh and yeah. He had this huge tube, and he even put the candy in and put a blower on. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I was like, "Well, that's cool."
0: As long as you didn't hit anybody too hard with it. Well, you had to put your bag at the end of it. Oh, it was okay. a
1: long too; it wasn't okay. coming out that fast. at the end okay. of it. but it was, it was still pretty fun. So say,
0: we got a potato cannon at the house. <laughs> might be a little much, but yeah.
1: <laughs> no, it was. Wow. Uh, it was. It was a good Halloween. He, he was pretty excited about it, even though he won't. That's come all right. Out last he's evening.
0: left it all for you all.
1: Yes. Mm, my <laughs> goodness. All
0: right. So, what else have you been up to this week, or what? What did you talk about that? Without me recently,
1: it's all about swimming, man. All about swimming. I've been talking about the things to do and not do, and feel for you. you should, should like I should probably listen because like, probably very useful for. It. Sorry, I'm listening to
0: General <laughs> Psychology Applied Behavioral Analysis right now.
1: Um, I'll put
0: you on in the car. How's that? There you go. I drive to Shelbyville.
1: Which... Yeah, no, there's. Yeah, you know, I've done two now. They're probably pretty applicable for be good. Okay, I need there's, to listen. There's to swimming ones. ones and, like the latest one was more about how to feel the water and some tips for it, potentially. Because yeah. I've been trying to figure out how do you explain that whole feel for the water. I think I got something that kind of works. Okay. But I'm not going to rehash it. I'm going to make you
0: You're going to make me actually to listen to it. to it. And then okay. we can
1: come back and discuss it once you've actually tried to apply some of it. i <laughs> just kidding.
0: I got a great feel for the water when I have paddles on. I do know that much, but any other topic. All right, well, so what else do you got? Well, it's because the
1: paddles don't are firm and don't really give right
0: but there's people that we swim with that are like how are you so good at pulling because i can blow them away when i'm pulling and when i don't have the paddles i don't and they can't yeah so it's strange that people that are faster swimmers than me i'm faster with paddles than they are with paddles it's just interesting it's like okay i got a much better feel for the water when my hand's bigger
1: yeah your mechanics are set up so that when you have that it propels you more interesting Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it is interesting all right so what else you got for us
1: Well, I've been uh, reading a book called The Talent Code. Okay. It's interesting. I don't. It's an author who tries to he he has this kind of this topic and he tries to shoehorn a lot of things into this one thing that really don't always go. Okay. But it was still an interesting book, and I just wanted to kind of maybe share some of the things I I came across in this book. Maybe we won't do it just this episode. We'll probably spread it over a couple episodes because there's (laughs) some different topics. But one of the, the, the his big premise is or his big thing is about myelin. Do you know what myelin is?
0: It's the coating over the neurons in your brain. Correct. Okay.
1: So myelin is (sighs) basically a neural insulator. Okay. And its purpose is a lot like, um, I guess, the the rubber around electric wires.
0: I'm learning about, um, in child development, you don't get that until, well, shoot, I mean, after infancy, you're not born with that, just so you know.
1: Right, but myelin is something that you produce pretty much your entire life. Right. And it's and it, it it insulates the neural pathways, and what it its big purpose though is when I move from my hand across or something like this, I do this movement, well the neural pathways fire from my brain to my arm to do all that. Right. Well what the myelin does is it begins to wrap those that pathway from your brain to your muscles with myelin and the myelin does is it enhances that ability for that signal to go from your brain to your your hand
0: i thought it's like the rubber coating like around a wire
1: correct and what that does is it keeps the signal from leaking mm-hmm. so you if you have a signal that's going down there it doesn't leak which means it operates faster it mm-hmm. gets stronger over time so the more i do said motion the fast the more myelin gets developed and the better i am at Doing that, okay. so this is how skill is developed, right? Right. So we're, we're we're producing all this myelin, and the more we practice something, a skill, whatever that skill is, the more myelin gets produced. The more that neural pathway gets wrapped, which means that less uh, firing gets lost along the way. It actually is much yeah. faster. I and mean,
0: it's with anything that you practice in your brain, not just a movement. So, right. Like, I mean, just everything.
1: Anything where the brain has to signal mm-hmm. to, to something, something else.
0: Your mouth talking or
1: right. And Again, it's your muscles. So you, yeah. the pathways to your muscles, all these things, it, this myelin keeps wrapping around mm-hmm. and enhances your ability to do it. Okay. This kind of backs up to that whole, how do you get good at, you know, where do these elite athletes, where do all these things come from? Where do all these people who are really good at a sport or say the violin or whatever an right. instrument or something like that how do you get good and it comes from practice and over and over again you develop the myelin it basically enforces your ability to do those skills over and over again That makes this, sense. and this comes pretty much to kind of what I've said before with it gives more of a specific term to what I've talked of, to the whole concept of muscle memory mm-hmm. your muscles don't memorize anything what you do is you enhance those neural pathways from your brain to right. whatever the muscle is so that you learn how to do the sh- a stroke properly the or whatever, you know. in our sport, your stroke or how you bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things become learned and you enhance them and you learn that way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What's interesting about it, though, yeah, is, is as you do it, your myelin gets thicker, that, that, that coating gets thicker and thicker, which means you have less leakage. It means your circuit becomes faster. Basically, you're improving your circuit Mm -hmm. firing. And that's how you develop a skill, as we've been talking about, piano and swimming, getting that hand right and things like that. And I guess kind of the interesting part of all that is this is why it's harder for adults to learn to swim. This gets back to that whole concept. When you're a kid, myelin develops very fast. That's why kids can go and pick up sports, seemingly pick them up instantaneous and develop them quickly. As you age, your myelin production goes down. So that for once I get older, middle age or 30, 40, whatever, you're not producing myelin, you have to do considerably more practice Mm -hmm. to pick up the skill you would have picked up in a fraction of the time if you're a kid. This is why it's so hard for adults to learn to swim because we're in an unfamiliar medium, so the motions are very foreign. And we're basically having to create this myelin from scratch. We don't really have any similar type of circuits yeah. Yeah. developed.
0: I mean, where else in life are you
1: doing? <laughs> in a horizontal <laughs> position, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean body position, everything, yeah, it's all completely I mean we all you know, you can learn how to run because everybody walks, you know, for the most part. So yeah. That's interesting.
1: And so the other part of the problem is is as you age, myelin begins to break down you're always producing it, but yeah. it also begins to break down.
0: It's like using the wire a whole lot yeah
1: right <laughs> And this becomes a, a another problem in learning and that if I'm as I get older it becomes even harder to build it because it begins to unravel quicker. Mm-hmm. I mean this is why like you're like really old this is also why like really older people will walk real slow because the myelin begins to unravel and so basic skills like, walking and things like that don't fire as fast. There's a lot more leakage. If they
0: haven't done it, though. I mean, I've walked with my dad, who's 91, and it's like, Dad, slow down, you know, because he's going, he walks very fast. But he does it a lot.
1: Right. So, but if you don't, if you, you know, but this is why, if you, if you, when you run into older people who are walking slowly or doing anything slower than a normal person right. does, Well, it's like reaction whatever it time is. when
0: you're driving and Correct. things like that all go down
1: and that's because the myelin begins to mm-hmm. unravel and even though you're producing it you like like your your dad he has to walk a lot to maintain He's that steady. if he doesn't yeah. he would start walking slower and slower because as you get yeah. like older like that your myelin begins to unravel which then becomes an even harder problem for people you know who want to learn to swim at as they get even older like 60 and 70 it becomes really really challenging yeah. because you can't develop those circuits yeah, which is a crazy thing to think about, but it's just <laughs> kind of the it's interesting. the yeah. nature of the beast, and it's kind of the why. Because I've always talked about it as neural pathways; you have to develop the neural pathways, and, and that's very much the case. But yeah. myelin is the wrapper that makes that happen. Yeah, it's the yeah. it's the memory aspect. Because really, what you're doing is you're just trying to create circuits and enhance those circuits, and those circuits yeah. are basically created by the myelin. Which is just kind of an interesting, um,
0: yeah. That is interesting.
1: Interesting note I, I came across when I was uh, reading this book, and and he then tries to build upon this fact that myelin is used to how do you become talented, and you know and we can get this this a little bit more next week. But his thing is is it's not genetics that make you talented; it's your ability to practice and develop these myelin circuits. And so his book kind of goes through how you know and he uses like hotbeds for baseball or tennis or violin or music and stuff like that and how they're you know it's more of a practice thing mm-hmm. and he talks about how you you know how you get kids to practice and and so on and like i said i'm gonna talk about that a little bit more next time but he's very much against the whole genetics are gonna say whether or not you're talented or not i mean i he kind of He's kind of right and kind of wrong mm-hmm. in that, yeah, skill can be developed, I think. But if I'm 5'6", and I'm the best basketball player that played basketball forever, mm-hmm. and I've developed all this skill, if I don't have any type 1 twitch muscles, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get that <laughs> shot off of the 6'6 six, six guy who is not as skilled as me. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So genetics... He tries to make this argument that genetics don't matter, and I'm and I'm like mm, no, <laughs> genetics matter. yeah, especially at the highest levels, because the yeah. highest levels, you're taking this pool of people that are genetically able to do this, and right. you're looking for the people that have practiced the most and have developed these myelin pathways right. the most within that smaller group yeah. of people.
0: I mean, I mean, he's right. Anybody can learn how to do something and probably learn it fairly well, but yeah, and be an expert
1: yeah. and be a master in it. Yeah. You know, if I were to guess, like, things like, um, the people who are savants in certain things, mm-hmm. my guess is they probably have, like, really high myelin <laughs> well, in certain I circumstances mean, and stuff.
0: the class that I'm doing right now, and it has actually been talking about this in, uh, you know, in brain development, and there's so, there's so much in, like, an infant's brain, and then stuff gets snipped off. It's like, okay, I haven't used that, and it goes away. Yeah. You know, um... So some, like a savant, I haven't really, you know, I haven't studied them or anything, but it's sort of one area got like super, <laughs> super covered and other stuff, you know, didn't.
1: I mean, but even you know, so, I things, mean, but still. skill development is skill development. You have yeah. to practice to get it. So there's, and some of those people, they probably have some, Yeah, you know, I imagine some people probably develop my line quicker than others. And some yeah. people probably practice better than others too, True. which separates out, you know, why this person seemingly doesn't, you know works that works hard this person works hard but this person's better sometimes yeah. they just practice better and their myelin development's development yeah. is better than this person over here which is I mean, I kind think, of an interesting I mean I think about thing.
0: running and I mean I'm never was a runner until you know 40s and I'm pretty good and it's like well why I mean it, it's certainly and it you know
1: Well I mean cuz there's a genetic factor to like with Nobody in the when family's you look a runner, at runner, when you look at but your VO2 max is a genetic number that's not. I mean, you can make it go up and down, but the max of VO, your actual mm. upper tier VO2 max is genetic.
0: I think it's just because I'll suffer more than most people.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's those elements as well, but I would be willing to bet your VO2 max is probably a whole lot higher than other women in your age group.
0: Yeah, possibly. And
1: some of that's genetic, some of it's not. Mm-hmm. It's for me. It's like triathlon. It's like, you know, I I could probably get down to two. Twenty to fifteen, maybe you know. If I did everything right, and no. I'm still fifteen minutes slower than the guy who wins the national championship each year in my age group. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. It's I don't have the muscle fibers necessary. I don't have the VO2 max that's high enough. Yeah. Because I'm going to guess those guys who are the champions and probably all have VO2 maxes in their seventy in the seventies, <laughs> maybe even close to eighty. Yeah. You know where I'm probably more in the average range of what the 50, 55 range. Yeah. There's nothing I can do against someone who has a bigger that, engine.
0: To make that higher. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so there's that element to it as well. I mean, yeah. some people are going to be better through practice. So, like, the more skill-based a sport is, like, say, golf, mm-hmm. the genetic advantage isn't as great as, say, sprinting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: where, yeah. you know, if you don't have enough type 1 fibers it doesn't really matter if you yeah. don't have those fast switch fibers it doesn't really matter i mean you could be a good sprinter for what you've been given but that doesn't make you a world-class sprinter. Yeah. and like basketballs, basketball is probably the easiest example because everybody plays basketball so it's like six five if you're not six Except five for that you're one was that one guy
0: that was really short oh, spud
1: yeah and mm-hmm. yeah but that was also 20 years ago too sure. You don't see that anymore, and that guy could dunk the ball. Yeah, <laughs> at five 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 six,
0: He's amazing. Yes, but
1: nowadays, yeah, everybody—the point guards are even six three, six four in the NBA. There's nobody short, and that eliminates a big chunk of the pool because there's only four, three or four percent of the population total yeah. that is that tall. That's so tall. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty small percentage of the whole population yeah. that is that tall. Yeah, which makes it kind of crazy interesting so we'll cover we'll bring up some yeah. of this this is kind of an intro to the topic of yeah the talent code as i'm
0: glad book. you're reading this book because i don't have time well it was
1: <laughs> i came across it through someone else who thought it was an interesting book and i've been i read it and it was interesting and so we'll bring up a couple topics from it cool. in the next couple
0: very good well it's good to be back thank you all if you're looking for a coach check us out at go3sport.com and i'll we'll talk to you next week
1: sweet yeah hit the like button if you're watching us on youtube yep. subscribe I should handy. be back next week. Give us give us good reviews everywhere. That helps us as well. Definitely helps. And uh, have a great day if you want right. to.